0: To record this again And I think make my count Six Official The unofficials will Die With my dreams But tonight I watch uh, Not one But two bastard children Come together To ruin my favorite show We have The cast of the Brady Bunch judging our chefs, if you can call them that. Because already, it's so stupid. It is a complete... They've got to be releasing some sort of Brady Bunch movie, Brady Bunch show. Ugh! This woman just put two jello molded stuff and put whipped cream on top. I look disgusted in the face right now because of what I'm seeing. Is nauseating. She is making so many jello mold things. This is crazy. Um, She is way too overboard with her mid-century modern, retro, funky theme. She's got a flow kind of hairdo. uh, Brown hair and all. And I'm just going to say straight off the bat, she's horrible. Next up, we have another kitschy woman, but... She looks a little bit more down-home country. She's from Pennsylvania. I was going to say, yeah, some sort of uh, rural East Coast. And she's making pies. She's making meatballs. She actually is cooking. And she put up some appetizing looking home cooked meats. She has a pie and we've got some brown gravy on a plate with some stewed carrots on top of mashed potatoes. She finished it with parsley. She's going to do some good cooking. I like her a lot better. All right, now we have some guy. You know, he's any guy. You went to college with him. He sat in the back. He's probably pretty smart. Oh, uh, his name is Luke. He's a home cook and he just put, tuna on a bread and oh no he burned the bread on his tuna sandwich demo for look what I can do oh no he's trying to make tomatillo salsa tomatillo salsa looks pretty good flank steak looks good tacos he made a little taco trio served it on his cutting board pan you know you're gonna be on tv go to Marshall's just get a little nice setup oh next we have a woman and She is a home cook, and she says she's a stay-at-home mom and a home cook. I'm originally from New Jersey. Voila. As much as I love making modern meals, nothing is better than a throwback. What does that mean? Oh, to a good homemade casserole? It kind of looks like a chilaquile casserole, but now she's frying wontons. No bills, no laundry. I'm going to take a day off, is what she said she's going to do with the $10,000. Dang, she's got a big old family. Is that her son or her husband? I don't know. Um, All right, three girls, one guy. If the guy wins, shame on the ladies. Okay, so we have Cindy's here, and Marsha's here, and Greg is here from the Brady Bunch. Flo is clapping her hands. I don't know the other two ladies' names. And the look that Brady man, the man Brady in the middle is giving is so intense and perverted almost. He is looking like, are you ready, guys? Because I am very excited to be here. Versus normally the judges are like, this is just part of their Tuesday. You know, they know they got the day off. Okay, now we're getting clips of the Brady Bunch. Every time I see pork chops, I try to impersonate Peter impersonating Humphrey Bogart. I'm just reading off the screen because this is wildly unexpected. I was so excited to get back to my normal normal routine, a routine where I know how to speak words, cheese ball, frozen, uh, oh, cheese ball, pork chops. Applesauce, frozen chopped up vegetables, and frozen mixed vegetables, come on, and a cheese ball, Uh, like a Kakuna cheese ball. I used to work at this really horrible place, and it was really gross because it was 700 people, but they would still be bringing in homemade cheese balls, and they talk about this person's homemade cheese balls, and it was really gross. Because if there's any uh, person more disgusting, it's Peter from Accounts Payable. And you thought that he washed his hands? <laughs> nah, he definitely did not. But you know what he did do? He went to the break room. He grabbed some crackers off of the Ritz cracker plate. And he took a just bear cracker scoop of the homemade cheese ball. And uh, Boom you got meningitis. Um, So that's my story with uh, cheese palm. (laughs) Okay, so we got onions, ginger going into a pan with a pounded pork chop breast. She's hitting it with soy sauce. The pork is cooking. It looks like She's doing an Asian flavor profile with the garlic, soy, ginger. She's quickly blanching her frozen vegetables in the uh, kind of mixture that I just described that I've already forgotten about. And now we got impression going on. At the judge's table, we have the impression of hungry, Hungry Bogart. Hungry Bogart. Peter, the guy from the Brady Bunch, did a Humphrey Bogart impression. And one of the kids that are competing mentioned it before. We got a breaded chop. We got some lemon. Uh, We got the cheese ball going into the breading and the coating on one of the other ladies. The good ladies. There's two good ladies and one that's horrible. Okay, now the judges are eating cheese ball. Being very careful. Don't get it on the silk. Well, she's being a little wild with that little spoon. Like, she made a dancing gesture with loose cheese crumbs still stuck to and suspended from it. Like, one strong flick, and that's cream cheese on a jacket. And um, boom, you got stained. So, it is what it is. I took a sippily dippily. Oh, gross. Yucky lady just cubed the pork like it's ham. Threw it in a pan with pineapples and brown sugar. My plan is to poison the judges round one. And then nobody wins. Nobody loses. But I definitely didn't do it. Pork and cheese ball wonton with apple. Oh my god. Average white guys got the meat grinder out. God damn it. <laughs> they did this on purpose. They stacked the deck the Meninists did. They're like, yeah, we'll give you three women contestants, but they're all going to be fucking whack. One of them will be formidable. And then we're going to give you one obviously very talented home cook. (laughs) Two jokes. And it's not fair. Okay. We've got a salad going on. Is that a frisee being chopped? A simple, oh, vinaigrette. She's got the applesauce going into a vinaigrette with some honey and some, was it? Oh my God. Was that white wine vinegar? Why wouldn't you use apple cider vinegar? That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. What? You have apple? Why would you not play off of that apple profile? Why aren't you poaching apples in apple cider vinegar with apple sauce in it? Not, but it's a pickle poach. Pickle poached green apples with oh my god <laughs> pressure cooked pork <laughs> now you don't have time 20 minutes but if it's so thin uh, you just want to get that braise he's smart for grinding it up and he's gonna put the cheese mixture in there that's gonna keep it moist that's gonna keep it from drying out is he gonna fry him? Oh, he's doing dumplings. Will it cook through? Oh, the judges are wondering if he can get those things cooked in 7 minutes. And you know what? I'm wondering that too. You did too much, bro. You should have got it in sooner. Is what your wife said. <laughs> okay, real real quick. I don't like to talk about the commercials, but I did just see something for Don't just eat. Devour. Uh, it's a frozen pizza and it's just like a bunch of lovably huggable sized guys microwaving a pizza in the dark basically and we're back they're still cooking in the entree around Luke Mars Chuck well his name's Thunky if nothing else about him is Okay, every wonton needs a sauce, Luke says, and he's going to make a sweet chili sauce using the applesauce, ginger, honey, garlic. See, well, interesting, we have two Asian profiles going up on the pass, as they say in the chef's line, a show so well done. I haven't yet been able to make fun of it. I've been enjoying it in earnest. It hasn't become a part of my life, the way Chopped has, because it, Hasn't taken up going on 10 years of it, so. But you do what you do. You love what you love. For me, it's competitive cooking. Um, we have the very beautiful lady. Beautiful, not horrible. So i to, to do a vent diagram of the women. There's, no, no, it's not because I don't, I wouldn't call it either of the other two pretty. Uh-oh. Okay, so Luke's wontons are a little dip, a little dip dark, a little bit dark. But I guess they're not professional cooks judging tonight. But just looking at that wrapper, it has gone from golden brown to um, dark, caramely dark. That if it was in there any longer, it would have been considered burned. Burned. Uh, so I'm wondering if that acrid taste is really going to pull through hey I think our um, Pennsylvania Barbie did. uh, she put up a pretty plate she sliced up some apples she made the salad she has the pork cut up on the side you know what it's it's a home home cooked meal but it's a good looking home cooked meal okay let's see who ate shit and just how much of it All right. Katrina is the pretty girl's name. A very Brady spring roll is what she's calling this. What was her name? Damn it. I'm pretty bad. She's talking about growing up with those siblings. Oh, those were her siblings in the picture, not her children. Um, is that why they put her on the show? They always have some sort of theme. Okay. Marsha's complimenting the presentation, but just to understand the presentation is that we have a sole wrapped spring roll on a plate with a side of sauce. Granted, there are crushed up, looks like pecans on the plate, and there is some greenery, a few sprigs of some delicate foliage placed, no more than seven leaves, so don't be too crazy, on top of the spring roll. And... So, now the dude is giving her some kind of criticism. Now we have Luke talking about the pork and cheese ball wonton with an apple sweet chili sauce. Talking about it. Why did this fool put glasses on? He put on his readers. You don't have to read anything. <laughs> no, they're off. The continuity on this show is all wrong. He had glasses on. He took a bite. He had, The glasses came off. And right before that... The glasses were off. So something just happened. They had to do like a retest. A retest? A recamera. A new time, good time. Uh Uh-oh. Now we got some talk of dryness, which is not anything I hear in my house. Because the monsoon season is always flooding. Uh, Now he's getting some positive feedback on his applesauce applesauce sauce and he did just raise his left eyebrow which if we know anything about body language is the sign of i am the devil and i will consume you marsha has got a smug face and now she's got a frown so i don't know what this fool just said because i'm not paying that close of attention all right glasses are going back on he must put his glasses on to take a close look maybe that's how they get the cut scene from that had to have been he went in and took a closer look and they took another bite um okay now we have glasses on now we have sweet home alabama talking about how she got a stressful job and greg i don't know what brady this is i just keep calling him greg is saying uh she did a good job And now Cindy is saying it's beautiful, but she finds the apple overpowering. Why wouldn't you... Oh, Marsha likes the apples. Well, of course Marsha does. She's beautiful. She looks amazing. I want to look that good when I'm her age. I don't know how old she is, but again, she looks absolutely amazing. How? I mean, she has to have had work done, but if there's a way I can not take a turn, then um, I'll do it. All right, pork skewer, applesauce puree. And now we have flow going. And I would literally prefer to self-mutilate than listen to her talk. And I know that's not fair because it's fun to self-mutilate. And she's it's, it's not fun to watch her talk. But just saying, just kidding, it's not fun. Um, that's why it's a joke. Why is she getting positive feedback? Don't give her positive feedback. Cindy kind of looks like Woody Harrelson. Is that the guy I'm thinking of? But also, that's Sean Penn. Maybe Luke Wilson? Not Luke Wilson. He's Owen Wilson. There we go. I got there. Okay, now they're all sitting around the table. Luke's got a smug-ass look on his face. Like, yeah, fuck you. You really whack. Just get rid of this stupid lady. Get rid of Flo. Get back to Progressive. You thieving asshole. I hate Progressive. They made me cry. With their mean, abusive, insurance adjuster tactics. Fuck you. I'll just get a lawyer. And that's what I did. So, it is what it is. We might have to call it $10,000 quits. Whatever. Take a sip. Take a drink. All right, and we're back. Who's getting chopped? Get this bitch out of here. Thank you. Sometimes they do the right thing. (laughs) And she made a horrible thing. She just like pulled her neck. And she's like, (laughs) and, um, if you could imagine the kind of motion I had to do just to make that sound, that deep, guttural, glottal, reverberant, gnarring That's not a word. Reverberating whine. All right, good. Now we have three people I can accurately judge. I definitely, I mean, who do I think is going to be in the two round? Is it, is it Alice? Alice Pretty... Alice deflated cheese souffle? I don't know. Um, Ground round. So we got ground beef, cheese souffle, rutabaga. They look like um, parsnips. They're root vegetable. It's going to probably have a nutty texture, nutty taste, potato texture, bacon-wrapped water chestnuts. Interesting. What would you do? I would do, like, a gnocchi or something. Um, take the, um, oh, yeah, that's definitely what I would do. Some sort of, uh, like, ricotta gnocchi using the cheese souffle. Um, and then, you know, just render, fry off the bacon um, and make, like, a quick carbonara sauce almost. Um, and then we'll use the water chestnuts. Oh, they're showing the, sh- the film again, if you can call it that. Brady Bunch? Um, oh, the parsnips. Rutabaga? Rutabaga. <sighs> Slice them thin and fry them. And then um, I think, oh, she's kind of going the, the way I thought. She's doing meatballs with the bechamel sauce. There's white sauce. Um, she's adding the souffle to the ground beef oh yeah did I incorporate the ground beef oh yeah definitely I would use um, um, the bacon and the ground beef in one so kind of be like a white bolognese on a a gnocchi I think that would be pretty impressive Um, so if I was going to be on the show I would practice the heck out of my cooking technique to be able to do something impressive like that and win the $10,000 it's only smart and stupid guy just raised his eyebrow at me again. Um, he's cooking his burgers in a cast iron skillet. He put a piece of parchment paper down and then he, um, put a second cast iron skillet on top and pressed down on it, which I think there's a lot of burger masters that would think what he just did horrible you could get pushing all the juice out. He did stick some chunks of stuff in his patties I hope it was butter it's the only way to (laughs) Greg just when talking about the water chestnuts Greg just said they're basically tasteless I like him he's fun to watch on the show the other two are useless okay now Pennsylvania Marsha Brady she's making meatballs too So we got double meatballs and I'm pretty sure in a sign of aggression, she just kind of like tapped her titty and like made it like an aggressively bounce kind of just like, you know, kind of a come see me, bro. But like used her titty and like a smacking action to convey that sign of aggression. Like I'll be my own titty. Like come at me, bro. Um, now we have what, why are you crying? Ah, I wonder what's going on with girl number three, pretty girl, nice girl. She's just talking about needing a moment to herself. And if she's in any kind of degree of a situation that is even remotely related to motherhood, I get it. It's hard to get time by yourself. I wouldn't be able to do it if I didn't have my mom and dad here to give me one night of solitude a week it's a really big deal. And, you know, sometimes, whatever. Okay, we got a pickling brine going, pickled rutabaga, pink peppercorns, and some vinegar, some brine uh, going on Luke's side. Um, Interesting. Pennsylvania Dutch just uh, grated the rutabaga and made Kinda like a, it looked like a latke, but then she just keeps adding stuff to it. She just put the rutabaga into the alfredo sauce. That doesn't make sense at all. Why wouldn't you slice it thin and fry it? Use it as a garnish. Salt it. But again, I guess we're not pros cooking for pros. I was cooking for hoes. <laughs> okay, Cindy looks like she is married to a woman let's just say that she's giving off a real strong vibe right now and having her next to Marshall <laughs> it's almost like they did that intentionally like look yeah it's three white people but Cindy is so very obviously a lesbian that, that kind of covers our diversity for um, this episode. A lot of women, do you make like a bake like a lettuce wrap burger kind of thing? That was stupid. I kind of hate all these dishes to be honest with you. When I see this kind of shit, it makes me want to try out. like because if they put me on like with the amateurs, I think I could do a lot better than this. I thought my idea was pretty good. That's a stupid-looking thing. That's an ugly-looking thing. We got penne pasta with slop and some balls. We got rutabaga squares with some balls and some stuff. We got two. P- we got a piece of lettuce with a burger and some slop, topped with another piece of lettuce. Like you wanted three dishes. You wanted me to describe three dishes. I just did it. Didn't sound good. Didn't look good. Even the intro, I hate to this. Oh, Greg's got the glasses back on. Bacon and cheese souffle burger with pickled rutabaga served on lettuce. He's trying to appeal to Marsha's vote. Stupid. Oh my God. She did just say so many flavors happening and she made a cyclone motion with her hand. And now she's talking with her fork. She needs to stop with these aggressive utensil flicking motions with full fork food. You know? Cindy, she's saying, (laughs) she's putting her foot down, burgers need pickles, like that was, she like really was upset about that, so that was weird, and he's talking about being messy, it's too messy for Greg, he said, it's gonna end up on my pants, Um, which I get, Marsha's blouse is spectacular, Rutabaga alfredo with ground, round, and watered chestnut meatball. I just completely checked out. That was crazy. Okay, we're on to the penne from penne. Well, pen, Pennsylvania penne with a slop on a tray. Penne on a plate with some slop on top and some balls. She didn't toss the pasta. She didn't cook the pasta in the sauce at all. Um, and now... Greg, Greg, Greg Brady said, I think you served us something Alice would have served us, which I don't think is a compliment. They just showed clips of her completely beefing it in the kitchen, pun intended. Um, and now Marsha's saying, I loved your cream sauce. And then she made that A-OK gesture but that also means asshole, and kind of moved it forward and backward. Um, But now she's talking shit about the slop on the plate presentation because it's too much work for her to mix her own pasta. But she shouldn't have to. Um, Now we have rutabaga cubes and the little balls. and, And now Greg's saying his favorite herb is tarragon. It's a cute little plate. And now she's getting dissed for the uh, portion size. He's saying it's appetizer portion, appetizer sized. And I would have to agree because they're two Swedish sized meatballs on top of what appears to be a hash. So, uh uh-oh, now someone's saying the rutabaga is too al dente and the cheese sauce is grainy quote unquote from Marsha, but the colors are quote unquote beautiful so you make up your mind again i think everybody did a bad job so who's going home i don't know who's going home nobody did a good job so you say who did the worst job and then it's really i assume there's like heavy amount of assistance to these actors I'm sure they all said, oh, how hard could it be? But now they're getting really serious about it. Or what if they don't even have a say? What if it's completely decided by the producers backstage who's going and nothing to do with the judges? What? And we're back. Aw, teeny tiny rude bugger balls. Why is it so loud? Oh, jeez. Why did it get so loud? All right, yeah, she definitely deserved to be chopped. Oh, but she's crying now, Oh, It's okay, girl, <laughs> you're still pretty. She needed a win, she needed money. She could have used, it. she could have used a win. And now we got Pennsylvania Barbie and um, Average White Guy taking it, taking it to the town. He's got some tattoos, so he is a little bit cool. And we've got a memory lane basket. Oh, they've got burnt toast, but leave it to chopped. They got burnt toast in a toaster. And Cindy's kind of throwing her hands up like, well, that's me. We got marshmallow spread. Fluff cocktail nuts look like peanuts. That's because they are. I just saw something that looks like peanuts, marshmallow, and melon as like the idea she came up with. So sometimes it's great to not have to actually taste these foods. As much as I love judging them. All right. Marshmallow spread fluff pastry, peanut, and burnt toast brittle. We got a packet of cream cheese being opened up. Cream cheese, powdered sugar, a glug-a-jug-a-lug of vanilla. We got scooped balls of melon as one of the ingredients. So, obviously, it would be separate. them uh, make three granitas, Um, make a cream out of the fluff. Uh, what else? Uh... I do like the crumb, the peanut brittle idea, that's pretty good. But you know, make a crumble out of the toast or caramel. Oh, that would be actually really good. Make a caramel and then just kind of get it together. The cat is chewing on my knee right now and it is very tickly. And now I'd rather him chew on my hand. At least that doesn't tickle. All right, Luke is making burnt toast ice cream. This is going to be really interesting. Is that going to have that kind of (laughs) acrid taste of dark burnt? Is it going to have a smoky taste? Maybe what would be nice is if you made like a creme anglaise with like a tequila mezcal in this uh, burnt toast ice cream. Something to kind of play upon the smoky flavor and also cut a little bit of that sweetness. I would do an ice cream trio yeah and then what's the third ingredient peanuts oh yeah include that with your burnt toast caramel that's kind of what down home philadelphia is going for so but i think i could do better and it would be beautiful i just do two little i think what they call canals. um one of the granita sorbetto if i could get it maybe me a nitrogen um ice cream and then um, uh, one of the burnt toast tequila ice cream topped with the caramelized toast and peanuts. Yum. Oh, and there's... Oh, yeah, the, the marshmallow fluff is in the in the burnt toast ice cream. Yeah, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I would have done. And she won. <laughs> she did it. $10,000, finally. Just kidding. Uh-oh, something's happening on Luke's station. He's taking the ice scraper. He's trying to scrape the ice off of his car on a cold day in the Midwest winter and that ice is not coming off. You're not getting to work today, Luke. It ain't happening. Keep on scraping, pale boy. I love it when they kind of get to the point in the dessert round. And now we're just watching Luke scrape and shave, and he is getting frustrated. Now, everyone does need to know that he has a feather tattoo going from his wrist to his elbow. And then on his upper left shoulder is some sort of space tattoo. So I think I said your Irish white guy, and this is him. Why would you make the ice cream and then fold the fluff in? That seems like a bad idea. Why? You have a great chance to kind of actually mask those flavors. But I guess you're not cooking um, the pros, so they're not going to be docking them. Luke looks like he's trying real hard to keep the weight off. Or he just put the weight on and he... (laughs) (laughs) He hasn't got the memo that he's not as hot yet. Cause he could be a pretty stone cold uh fox. So that's like a cool fox. Kind of like a stone cold fox. Just like a the fox maybe doesn't go all the way in the water on his Wim Hof. He like, but he gets a toe-in, you know, and that's enough. Like he gets it. Like, whoa, my feet are cold. You know, let's go warm up with a burger and a brew. Okay, marshmallow spread, peanuts, melon balls, burnt toast in a toaster. <laughs> I want to see the person that deconstructs the toaster (laughs) Served to you on a vintage toaster provided from props. And it's nice. It's ice cream with like a little slice of thing in the middle. And Greg's saying it tastes like coffee ice cream, and it's wonderful. Oh my god, his name was Christopher Knight, and he played a character named Peter. So I've gotten this all wrong. Susan Olsen, Cindy, they are one and the same. I'm sure they've had to spend their whole lives overcoming that character association and literally never working again until now, until reality television, until judging for eating. And now we have just like a puff pastry, kind of looks like a kite, some berries in the middle. There's like a, a chocolate drizzle on top and a piped cream on the side. It looks stupid and terrible. And of course, the judges say, oh, this is a really lovely presentation. It's slop on a plate, and now, Cindy is saying I don't like the melons. We have the words brilliant idea for the peanut brittle and also really nice. So I don't think these judges have the capacity or the culinary wherewithal. Wherewithal. Like I don't have a grasp on the English language and the simple function and creation of words and vowels. That being said, Cindy looks like she is about to pounce at any given moment. Like she is on some sort of starting lineup on the football field. Is that what they call Is that what they call it? Starting lineup? Best in the biz. Now we're doing a recap. And we're just talking about the burnt wontons and the pork encrusted milanese. And Marsha's saying she didn't taste any cheese in that dish. And we have the words overwhelming when it comes to the Granny Smith apples. Cindy cannot get over these fucking apples. Uh, Now we're talking about the protein-rich garden burger, clearly made for the Marsha votes. And I think she's giving it a good, I don't know. We've got noodles on a plate, slop on a trough. Slop on a trough, and they're talking about it. Christopher Knight looks like he went and just took a real, real heavy, chunky rip off of some high-grade medical cannabis vape pen in between rounds because he's having too good of a time, and his eyes are hanging a little bit too low for my likes. For my likes! So... Moving on. Who's gonna get chopped? Uh Uh-oh. Cocky Luke just said he thinks he's gonna win. He earned it. Maybe for that they'll chop him. For that he deserves it. Oh, yeah. Down home country cooking. She lost. So, way to go, girls. You had... A 75% chance you well, I, I don't know about that. The deck was stacked in your favor and you totally beefed it. So good job. Well, until next time. I love you and like you. Uh, oh my god, this whole time I keep this thing in not say this is chat. Chop chat. I guess until next time, keep on chopping.